This is the Podcast Inc. production. Booyah! This is the moment podcasting fans listening around the world have been waiting for. Coming to you not so live from a listening device of your choice. It's time! Podcasting out of this corner, a mixed martial talker, holding no professional record. He stands at six feet one and one half inches tall, weighing in at whatever he feels like, hailing out of Toronto, Ontario, Canada, presenting the sometimes angry, always funny, Self-proclaimed podcasting champion of the world, Steve Fingerstyles! So, welcome to another rendition of the podcast. I am here once again, always again, and brought to you by Black Belt CBD. If you're into CBD products or you want to try CBD products, head over to blackbeltcbdproducts.com. Use promo code THEPODCAST25. You'll get 25% off. They ship within North America. This is more geared towards your athlete, but if you have aches and pains and you suffer from chronic pain, this is very good for you as well. This is more rub-ons and ointments and sort of stuff like that that you put on your muscles directly. You don't ingest it or anything like that. And there's no THC, so it's not like you'll absorb it and get high or anything. So it's good for everything. So go over to blackbeltcbdproducts.com. If you're into nerd culture or you like collectibles, head over to firstrow.ca. This is a Canadian company I love to support out of Winnipeg, Manitoba. They are First Row Collectibles, and if you use promo code THEPODCAST20, you'll get 20% off. They ship within North America, and everything you see there is in Canadian funds. So to all my American listeners, you get a little bit cheaper rate. And they update daily, and they have everything from wrestling figures to signed memorabilia, hockey cards, hockey sticks, hockey gloves, anything you name you could think of they literally have it there so go support them and if you want to support me directly scroll down on your device it's embedded right there on today's description click on the link you see there it takes you directly to my merchandise store it's at tpublic.com i got everything from hoodies to t-shirts to mugs to carry mugs to phone cases to pillows anything you literally need or want even children's onesies i got on there yes even children could listen to the podcast even though they shouldn't but hey whatever it's okay they don't understand the rated r so it's all good so head over to tpublic.com and lastly i understand times are rough if you don't want to support me monetarily or any of the sponsors totally get it during these times so the most important thing you could do is rate subscribe review on apple Podcasts, stitcher TuneIn, soundcloud spotify and iHeartRadio. so this week's guest is a professional wrestler who was featured on lucha underground the sicilian with the snoring elbow fellow pizza connoisseur Vinny massaro Oh, thank you. That was a great intro. I like that. I like that a lot. <laughs> <laughs> so what's going on, my friend? How are you today? Oh, well, uh, today's Sunday, so I'm actually just enjoying my day. I'm relaxing, uh, playing some video games, doing some yard work, pretty much, you know, the same stuff that 
most people are doing. Uh, hopefully, they're they're staying inside. Um, I know a lot of people are uh, going out right now, and uh, yep. I guess they're trying to shove it to the man, or I don't <laughs> you know, stick it to the man, as they say. But uh, I don't know. I uh, it that that's a, that's a whole different topic. We can we can discuss that for uh, many hours, but. Uh, as far as that, you know, as far as me, I'm just, I work, I'm, uh, I'm considered essential with my regular job. Right. So I'm just doing that. And then on the weekends when I do have some days off, cause I've been working a lot lately. It's, uh, just relax, play some video games, do some yard work, spend time with the family, same old stuff. Oh, there you go. Well, so sort of like myself, cause I'm deemed essential too. So I get to go to work every day. So my life hasn't really changed that much other than like I've been saying, there's no traffic and that it literally looks like it's Christmas every day when you go to work. You know what I mean? So other than that, it's, right. it's sort of the routine, right? Right. It's, it's the routine. I do. I really do hope that, uh, we, uh, um, you know, eventually we do get to have, uh, you know, open up everything because it, it, it's as you just like you had your essential. You uh, you kind of know that it's on one part. It's you know we want people to stay indoors because we want them to go. You know, they want this uh, this COVID to go away. But at the same time, uh, it's tough for people who aren't working because they're not making any money. So it's right. it, it's kind of the fine line. And I wish we could figure out a way. But I, I think. Uh, it's, I think it's kind of dumb when people are like, you know what? I don't care what the government says. I'm going to go to the beach and I'm going to go to like, okay, fine. You, you know, you understand that you're upset at the, at the government for doing the stay at home. And I understand you're upset because you're not making money. Right. I understand completely before to go and protest or go right. and be so negative towards the government because you want to get a haircut or you want to <laughs> go to the beach. Right. That seems silly. Like let's, you know what I mean. Like, like, like if, you know, it's it's one thing to be upset because you're not making money because you're you're not making a living in all these small businesses. But it's all like everyone that's complaining is literally people that, uh, you know, they there's they might be still working or they're at home working because they have a right. job where they can work from home. But they're upset that they're not able to go to the beach right now, or they're not upset to, because they're, they can't get a haircut. Or I know it's ridiculous. You know, just, it was just silly. It's you know, everyone's like, oh, well, the government's you know doesn't know. Well, okay, well, I don't know. I every time I see anything online that has anything to do with uh, first responders or or anybody in the uh, in the medical field, right. they're always telling me stay home. Right. So I would rather listen to someone like that. You know, like my I have a, a very good friend of mine his name is adam Thorso. he wrestles for uh impact wrestling and he's he actually works at a hospital okay yeah uh and he's uh uh you know he, i think he, he actually got promoted so i'm not exactly sure what his title is right now but he uh he he, he says stay home so you know what i'm gonna listen to him instead <laughs> of someone that you know wants to go wants to go take instagram selfies in the gym and they're fucking butt hurt because they can't so you know what suck it i don't like i don't understand what it's just so silly i'm sorry no trust me silly i feel the same way because we're sort of feeling it too and i don't know if it's because of the pressure of you guys in the states or not but our government is sort of handling it 
okay like our outbreaks aren't as big as you guys are but obviously we don't have the same amount of population up here right so maybe that contributes to it but we're still getting the same people protesting going out there with their signs and saying stuff too and it's like well we're sort of doing our job here there's not i don't see that many people out on the street obviously because we're up here north there's not that many beaches and even on a day like today it's about 70 degrees for toronto that's like summertime like you know what i mean so people want to be out and want to do stuff today especially like, like you said on a sunday so I sort of see it, and even of the, uh, from this recording uh, in the States, Georgia opened up, and there was a huge outbreak again within Georgia within a few days, right? Right. So, right. Was, Georgia opened up over the, over the weekend, and then today <laughs> they had uh, 999 cases. Exactly. So it's it's not like, hey, it's, the, it's some deep plot that the government doesn't want you to, you know, <laughs> doesn't want you to go out and spend money. Of course the government wants you to go out and spend money, but at the same time, they don't want to have... 999 cases in the hospital right you know it's like you know and and i'm in california so california is like the it's california there's no middle it's either you're way extreme to the left or way extreme to the right there is no anywhere in the middle so like right here in california you know we have half the people are saying stay home don't do anything like literally it was just great and then there's the other half Screw you! You can't tell me what to do. I'm gonna go to the steps of the the Capitol and and push cops, which is ridiculous. <laughs> right. And and I mean, and I'm just like, okay, like, what are you gonna do? Like, let's say tomorrow they lift the ban. Right. We're gonna. I mean, like, literally, the only thing that I've that I can't do is, right now because of the ban is go to a gym. Sure. That's like literally the only thing that I'm that I'm not like. Oh, well, I'm obviously wrestling, but right. um, but like that's the main thing is just like my my everyday thing is I can't go to the gym. Mm. Like everything else is pretty much, you know. There's still grocery stores you right. can get stuff from the drive through. Yeah. But if it's like to me, it's I don't want to. I don't know. <laughs> to me, it's gonna be funny in thirty years from now. When people look, when we look back at this, right. and we realize that, hey, you know what, uh, it it was way worse than it was, yeah. and we're gonna look at all the people that are fighting, pushing cops because they want, you know, this and they want that, and which is also ridiculous because I mean it's all white people, and I know I'm white, but <laughs> it's just it's stupid. It's like right. you know all these white people go around there pushing cops. If it was a if a black person did that or or, or a Hispanic or any any anybody besides white sure. would push a cop like that they would get freaking hammered especially here in california they would get hammered with uh you know with their batons and and arrested (laughs) immediately but because it's you know they're wearing they have an american flag around uh you know their neck or which is also dumb is they're complaining about opening up california but they're doing it but but they're protesting Mm. while wearing masks so i'm like hey don't wear the mask Right? You think everything's fine? <laughs> Why are you wearing a mask? Oh well, I'm not stupid. Well, it mm-hmm. doesn't make any sense. Anyways, right? But I, like I said, I'll just I could talk about this because I'm in California, yeah. and like literally, it's you know we were one of the first ones to actually you know our governor uh, you know actually closed down early, yes, which is right. nice. I mean, you know, look what happens in New York. New York's yes. really bad, and now Georgia they opened up, so Florida's bad. It's just. I mean, 
yes, I would love to go wrestle. I would love, but at the same time, how would I feel if we have, you know, let's have a wrestling match and we have 200 people in the audience and all of a sudden four of those people in the audience, in the audience, uh, became positive with COVID. Yeah. And let's say one of them dies. I don't care how, what wrestling match, if I had, I wouldn't care. I would be like, you know what? I'm never wrestling again. That's Mm. devastating to me. Right. It's true. It's it's serious, and some people take it seriously, and so other people take it too seriously. So, like everything, you got to find the in between, right? <laughs> yeah, I just I just think nowadays people can like as soon as they know. And, and nowadays, people, if you can, if, if if there's something out there that you can be outraged about and you can make a scene about, right? Like that's awesome. Like, there, hey, there, there's there's your. Uh, you know, there's your entity. There's your, you know, that that's this is my definition of my life right now. Is I'm angry about something. So a lot of these people, you know, they find something they're angry about and they want to protest and do it. It's like if you look at all those pictures or videos of all the the people protesting, there's some there's it's usually one person protesting and one person behind them filming it right uh, on their phone <laughs> so they can post it on whatever social media. And I'm of like, course. you know what? I go, it's. It's not that serious, yeah, um, that's true. but like I said, that's it, 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 it's a whole different topic. We can, I can, you know, I'm not, and I'm not even, you know, I'm, I'm sure you don't want to hear all this stuff from from a guy who who got slammed on a pizza at a at a luch at luch underground. So let's, you know, let's move on. Let's talk about something else. Perfect, perfect segue. Then speaking of getting slammed on a pizza, so. When did you first get into wrestling? When did you start watching wrestling? What was your thing that made you love wrestling? Uh, so when I was, uh, I actually, I was actually born in Sicily, and uh, when okay. I was a little boy, there was a uh, you know watching cartoons. Uh, for some reason, uh, in in Sicily, they were they would show a lot of um, uh, like anime, you oh. know, like they would have like a like a soccer like a soccer anime. Okay. They didn't because you know Italy wasn't you know they didn't even make too many cartoons and they didn't have like you know they didn't have stuff like in the states so they would have a lot of imports from uh, you know from Japan, from Japan and they had anime yeah. and one of the animes that was that was show on on the cartoons was the Tiger Mask cartoon oh so and I really loved that one and then with and then after a while they started I think like for maybe two three years they started showing uh, like the last block. They started showing like uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling oh, wow. afterwards, okay, which was awesome. So, <laughs> right. so I was I would watch like you know Tiger Mask, you know fight, and nice. uh, you know they would have like back then it was like in the, you know it was in the eighty like early eighties, so it was like you know sure. uh, I I'm trying to remember exactly, but I remember like in, watching Inoki wrestle, and uh, I think it was back when like they were bringing Hogan and some American stars here and there, okay. but. So this this was like you know early eighties. I, I think I, I remember watching Chosu wrestle. Mm. Uh, so I started lo- loving you know New Japan wrestling and Japanese wrestling in, in general. And when I started, and then when I moved here to United States, when uh, I was ten years old, uh, I started kind of um, you know I wanted to see some wrestling. I watched WWF a, a little bit, right. but I wasn't too into it. I watched you know some some stuff here and there. Okay. I watched the WrestleManias, but I wasn't like into it. But I really enjoyed the NWA. I thought that oh, was a uh, like I really, I really enjoyed that. I thought that was more like the uh, 
you know, like the New Japan style that I liked. And I really loved the great Muda. Uh, so I would watch him and Sting and sure. uh, watch a lot of NWA. And then, you know, I got to high school, kind of stopped watching wrestling for a little bit. Because uh, that was kind of in the time it was like in the, in the early 90s. Mm-hmm. It was wrestling, wrestling wasn't really that, uh, you know, it was like, actually it was like 94, 95. And, you know, wrestling wasn't too hot at the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, so then they started, you know, I just started kind of st- stopped watching. And then I remember one time my, my, my friends, we went on a, a, like a news board or something. Okay. Or like a... It was like one of those chat room things, and they started talking about ECW. Okay, right. And it was like, oh, they were doing crazy, you gotta watch this. <laughs> and it was like barbed wire and yeah. stacked tables, and you know, like, they, dude, you gotta watch this ECW. They crucified somebody, and this guy <laughs> hit him with a chair and like killed him. I was like, no way, I gotta watch this. And I remember the first ECW show I watched was the cage match. Where uh, it was like Public Enemy versus the Gangsters, oh, wow. and then they had a uh, uh, Raven and Tommy Dreamer, and, and Tommy like hit him with a chair and just like bent the freaking thing in half. And I was and I loved it. I just mm-hmm. and then after that, I was ECW. Just start. I couldn't like I would go to my my friend had like a big one of those giant satellite dishes. Right. Yes. And we would, we you know like those old school ones, and we would go we would go to his house like a. Two in the morning and watch like Florida sports, the Sunshine Network, whatever the Shit. freaking thing was, right. and they would play like at two o'clock. They would play like ECW TV, and I freaking wow. man, I love every all of the, <laughs> the Eliminators, you know, just watching all the uh, the Lucha Libre stuff, and I just loved sure. it. And then of course, you know, when you start, you know, getting into it, you read message boards because you can't really watch it anymore. So it's like, okay, well, let me go on the AOL. You know, chat rooms, and sure. we see what everyone's talking about, and then everyone's like, "Oh, well, blah blah blah." Sabu's wrestling locally here. You're like, "Locally? <laughs> what, does that, what does that mean?" It's like, "Well, there's indie wrestling out." What the heck is indie wrestling? Like, I got even. I, could, right? I couldn't even, you know, imagine what the heck that was. <laughs> so I watched like an indie. I started going to this one show, and they were like, "Oh, it's cool." It's like if you like ECW, you're gonna enjoy, you're gonna love Gym Wars. And I was like, okay. what the fuck is this? Sure. <laughs> right. And I get there, I'm like, oh my god, we're gonna get robbed or something. It was, oh inside of, it was inside a warehouse. They were they had like 15 chairs, and oh. and like and I was there. And then the, my friends like, hey, I talked to the guy that was running it, and he says he has a wrestling school. Mm. And I'm like, what wrestling school? I thought yeah, I had to go to like you know, college or whatever for, like, who knows what the hell I was thinking back then. I was like, cause I was like 16. I was like, but well, you gotta be 18. I was like, oh, well, fuck it. Just tell him I'm 18. Right, right. Like, what's he gonna do? Check my ID? Like, oh, I'll just say I lost it or whatever. <laughs> and and we watched, we watched Gym Wars and they were trying to do like hardcore matches and it was really like 12 people in the warehouse. Right. And the, the guy's like, and I showed up, I showed up wearing my ECW <laughs> t-shirt and everyone's like, oh, you're like ECW? Well, watch this! And like they were trying to like, yeah. like, 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 I, I, like they were trying to show me like like I'm uh, like I'm an idiot right. wearing ECW shirt. I was like, all right, you're cool, a sellout. Man. Like I'm like a piece of shit. Like, yeah. How dare you wear that shirt here? Where did you really ECW? Oh. I'm like, there was like twelve people in. Wow. But and that's where I met you know all the wrestlers at APW. Okay. And then the guy Roland's like, well, you know, you could be a pro wrestler. And I was like, that doesn't sound 
all right, well, I'm like, yeah, whatever, who cares? So <laughs> I joined up, and, you know, obviously the rest is history. Oh, shit, so how long have you been wrestling I, for? I've been wrestling now for 21 years. Oh, shit. Well, wow, it's been a while. How time it's flies, a long eh? Time. <laughs> how time flies. But, no, I mean, I'm saying, like, I'm just, you know, that's, I'm making a joke about I should have quit wrestling because when I first got there, basically, like, I think when the very first day I got started training, like, everyone's like, oh, he's going to last, like, a month, if that. <laughs> uh, and, like, the very first class, it broke my arm. Oh, shit. <laughs> which is awesome. Wow. Uh, and they're like, he's not, they're like, he's not coming back. <laughs> And, I, and then later on, I found out that Roland, uh, he was the the, the owner of, of uh, All Pro Wrestling. Okay. He kind of basically told the guys, like, hey, this kid's coming here. <laughs> uh, put him through the ringer. And they, like, literally just, like, did, like, amateur wrestling on me. There was a guy that went to, like, San Francisco State. His name was Tony Jones. You know, he was, like, six foot four. Like, Shit. you know, just just super good, like, collegiate wrestler. Right. He, I had I wrestled him. I'm like, fuck, of course, you know. I'm like an ECW, you know, mark. So they're like, let's just fucking, let's just work this kid. And, yeah, and I, and, you know, but I came back. I, I didn't quit. That's all that matters. And I, and I just kept, I just kept coming back. And before you know it, you know, uh, you know, I got a, I started, I started having my match. And after that, I just fell in love with wrestling because it's there's nothing like it, you know. There's there's nothing like being in the ring. There's to me the thing that I enjoyed about wrestling is being at home, like playing video games, mm. and like thinking, like playing Tekken tag, <laughs> and thinking and watching the like watching these crazy things. And I'm like, you know what? I just came up with a move <laughs> from playing Tekken tag, or like watching like a a Jet Li or a you know Jackie Chan movie, and I, sure. and I was like, what? Pause it, hold on, rewind it. And I would watch it like, dude, I just came up with a wrestling move from that. And I would, and then I would go in and people would be like, dude, that's the craziest movie you ever seen. Where'd you get it? And I would tell them <laughs> the truth. And I got some Tekken Tag or video games or, you know, what, uh, you know, Bruce Lee movies or Jackie right. Chan movies. Uh, and, uh, that's awesome. You know, I love that. I love just being, you know, just like, you know, having just that mind where I can think of moves and like actually doing them in the ring and the crowd just erupts. And I'm thinking, man, I, I literally came up with that, you know, sitting at home, and the fucking crowd loves it. My God. Well, speaking of crowds, one of the craziest crowds and the place that you wrestled that you're most known for is Lucha Underground. Yeah, I love I love Lucha Underground. Such a great place. Well, to me, like, I, it was my go-to promotion at the time when it was on, and I loved everything about it. The storytelling, the wrestling, the promos, just everything about it. It was like watching a grimy movie, and obviously... Because Mark Burnett and Robert Rodriguez were attached to it. That's why you got that feel. And we'll get even to the roster. Because the roster was just ridiculous. Now that you look back on it. And so how was it working with the production team. Like as a whole. And people like that. That know everything about like storytelling in a different genre. And bringing it over into wrestling. You know it was amazing. Because I got to. You know. We would have scripts. And we would have. You know different things like that. But. It was just amazing because they would have, um, like, Mark, you know, they would have so many cameras and so many points, you, had, you know, that you would have to hit. So it made me grow out of just, oh, just go out there and wrestle and just do your thing. Like, you would, I would have to hit my, you know, my facial expressions for this camera and this camera. Right. So that part was great. But I just, I just love the part that, for me, it's just that 
eat, like you had four minutes, five minutes of a match. They made sure that everything in that match was, you know, told a story. It wasn't mm-hmm. just like, ah, oh, just go out there, just have a match because we need time filler. Right. Like everything, like, you know, my first match, I wrestled three minutes, <laughs> but everybody still remembers that because I broke my arm and hit the gun. That was so cool. Right. You know, it wasn't just like, oh, just, just a random match just to, just to do it. Like every every match had a story. Every match had a little thing. And because of that, every wrestler had its own, had, you know, it wasn't just like, oh, you know, first name, last name, yay. And then just go out there and just kind of lose. <laughs> right. Every wrestler, ha- every wrestler had kind of a, a story. And if we had massive amounts of times and massive amounts of you know you know funding i feel like every single character that's ever wrestled in that spot in in lucha underground would have had a backstory that it would have became a big story you know just like uh you know pretty much just like everybody you know that we we were there you know like uh um you know like ricky mundo you know everyone's like Oh, it's just some dude that's just some job or what? Well, no, he actually had his own story and he became yeah. his own, you know, thing. And like, I think eventually, I think you know, if we would have had like more seasons, I think eventually I would have had the same thing. Even though right now, you know, everyone thinks me the pizza guy, I think it would have become a bigger thing. But uh, you know, I loved every minute of it. Everyone was super nice. Everyone was super helpful. And um, you know, I've always heard stories like, oh, when you make it to like a national TV place be careful you know everyone's going to be looking out you know sure. to to get your spot <laughs> uh you know if, if that was it then uh, lucha underground was not it at all because everybody was like hey go out there and kill it every match was go out there and kill it every segment every they, everybody wanted like to succeed you know and like, i remember right. uh like the third season when i wrestled brian cage and uh mm-hmm. uh you know like cause i was just before that i was just kind of like I wasn't. I, I didn't get too much offense on on it. On most people, I was just kind of like here, you know, here and there. I was, you know, just kind of going in there, get my arm broken. That was pretty much it. But I remember in the first when I wrestled Brian Cage, and I actually got some offense, and you know, the fans started, you know, the fans started getting behind me. And I remember, you know, hearing uh, some of the the wrestlers in the back saying, "Man, when, man, when you hit that clothesline, like everybody in the back was like all happy about it." Like, oh, you know, and that sounds awesome, you know, and I love that. Uh, to hear that from other wrestlers, but also the fans, you know, the fans, like, because they see me get murdered pretty much from Pentagon and, <laughs> right. you know, killed from every all the other wrestlers. So when when they when they saw me, you know, uh, get some offense from Brian Cage, you know, the fans in the, at the temple, you know, they're all because re- they were the same fans that were there from season one, so they remembered. Right. Exactly. So it was kind of cool to just have them, you know, get behind me and. You know, they're like, it's almost like they want to, they wanted me to win, but, you know, alas, it wasn't like that. Oh, my God. So, okay, well, speaking of Tekken, like, that's what a Lucha Underground was. Like you said, if there was more time and more budget behind it, it would have been like Mortal Kombat, where everyone has a backstory, going back to video games. Exactly. And every character has their own thing, so they're worth something. It's not just random player A, random player B who shows up every so often. And I think that's what I loved about Lucha Underground the most. Again, being a video game guy, being a guy behind, like, some of my favorite movies are, like, The Goonies, like, Steven Spielberg-type shit. So, you know, you get that, like, that sense of adventure. And then you also have the horror, the gritty stuff, because I love horror movies 
80s 80s slashers is, is my shit too you know what i mean so it had a yeah. little bit of everything and to bring it all together it was just awesome like it was, it was just so cool to see so how did you get on lucha underground was it you who pushed for it did someone reach out to you how did all that come out to be so basically i had a we had a tryout with conan uh, okay. at pro wrestling revolution this is the place this is the pro wrestling revolutions and here in san jose it's a lucha libre company uh uh run by uh, gabriel ramirez you guys can check them out uh facebook twitter all kinds of stuff uh they uh they had a tryout uh where conan would come out conan came out and just had a tryout for it back then it, he was just calling it triple a usa oh, like okay. it wasn't it wasn't even like how it was before that and uh I think there was like the people that you would know, like Jeff Cobb was there. Okay. Um, Famous B was there. There's a other, two other, couple other people, but the ones they chose, uh, the two people, the two people that uh, Conan chose was me and Willie Mac. Nice. Uh, you know, and later on, you know, they, uh, you know, they kind of just, you know, they were being very secretive about it. They weren't, didn't know what was going on. Mm. So uh, I was. They, you know, I talked to Conan on the phone. It's like, oh, you know, I think they're going to bring you in for season two. Uh, season one's already all booked up, but you can come down whenever you want. And just and then he's like, I'll introduce you to like the people. Nice. And I was like, okay, well. And I told that to my wife, and she was like, what are you going to do? I was like, oh, I'll just I'll wait. Maybe in a couple of weeks I'll go. You know, I'll see if I can go down. She's like, you should just go down now. <laughs> they were having they were having like a, a taping that weekend. It's like, you want to go drive down right now? Yeah. So. I live in Northern California, right. and they were taping down in L.A., so I drove down. It was like eight-hour drive, Shit. and uh, I showed up. I was like, hey, you're here. I was like, hey, let me introduce you to Kristen Joseph, which is yeah. you know, one of the writers, and you know, you know, Chris Roach, and pretty much everybody, you know, all the people. And I introduced myself, and you know, they're like, oh, okay, well, nice to meet you. You know, we'll put your name on the list. And they're like, oh, you know what you want? We're having another taping tomorrow. And I was like, okay. Uh, and I was like, shit, I, I don't have a place to stay. Oh, no. And uh, I had a, I rode, I rode, I drove down with one of my buddies, and and uh, he got a hotel. Uh, actually, uh, some people may know him. He's a Kevin Gill. He's a he does a gamer change wrestling. Uh, uh, he's a play by play guy. He does a lot of uh, oh yeah, ICP he stuff. He used to be on Keeping It One Hundred with Conan, right? Yeah, he used to be there. So me and him drove down because he just kind of wanted to check it out, and, and like you know, we got a hotel room together, and uh, you know, it was all cool. And then they're like, and they're like, "Hey, we're having a taping next week, and you want to come by again?" I was like, "Sure." Hmm? And I'm like, and then I looked at Kevin, and I was like, "I don't think they know that I I live in like Northern <laughs> California." Sure. Right, and I was like, "Ah, oh, fuck it, whatever." So then the next weekend, I Ooh. drove down. And they were like, okay, well, tomorrow on Sunday, we're going to have something for you. And I was like, shit, where are we going to fucking sleep? <laughs> and uh, and I just ended up, like, like sleeping in the car, like, when I'm in a parking lot. I was like, yeah. ah, screw it, you know, whatever. <laughs> it'll, it'll, make a good, it'll make a good story one day, right? Uh, so then is. the next day, I went there, and they got me, like, a little security gig. Like, I was just, like, a security guard or whatever. Okay. And, then the, and, then, and, and then Kristen Joseph was like, you don't live in LA, and I was like, nah, because I, I remember talking to Marty Elias, the referee from uh, he's one of the referees there, but yeah. he's also a referee in WWE. He was like, hey, don't you live in like Bay Area? I was like, yeah, I do. I was like, <laughs> you're driving down all this. I was like, yeah, well, they told me to do it, and right. so I guess he told he told DJ, uh, you know, the Joseph, yeah, 
And he's like, man, you fucking, you're driving all this way. I was like, okay, I'm, you know, let's make it, you know, we'll make, and they give me like a little security thing. I was like, cool, right on. And they're like, oh, you know what, we're going to take a, a month off from taping. We'll call you if anything comes up. I was like, all right, thank you. And I just drove home. And then I was just like, eh, all right. That was, uh, you know, at least I did something, right? And then like about <laughs> two weeks later, I get a call from the, the L Ray Network, like executive person and she's like hi we're gonna send you uh some information we need you to just print it out and uh and uh oh, and sign it right and just and just please send it out to us i'm like oh okay i'm thinking it's like the w2 or whatever for like that security gig oh, thing, right yeah, yeah. you know what i mean because i don't sure. really fucking know she's just that's she, that's all i <laughs> i haven't heard from anybody in a month and it's this is like a legal person right she's like please sign it all right and then i, I print i go home i I open it up and I print it out and it's like the contract for like <laughs> like seven seasons or whatever. Yeah. And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> I go, is this? And they had my name on it. I was right. like, and I was like, really? Like that's just like that. It's how this shit happens. It's yeah. you know. And then yeah, I signed it and everyone's like, don't sign it. And I was like, fuck <laughs> off. <laughs> like whatever. Who cares? <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> everyone's like, oh, let me don't sign it. Wait, wait a minute. That's too. I'm like, oh, fuck, whatever, dude. Right. I'm like, I love this place. And, uh, yeah, but, you know, every time, but even That's just, cool. it was so, and then I went, I got flown, you know, then I got flown, but I flown out, which was nice. Okay. Uh, and then I got staying in their hotel, which was really nice. And, um, and the, the cool thing about it is when I came back, everybody, I mean, like, you know, all the wrestlers, mm. all the, the writers, the light people, like the 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 people cleaning up, like the the backstage hands, like everybody that they worked for was like, Vinny, you're back, you know, man, we were we were all we were hoping you wanna come back, like it was the, the, the coolest thing, cause like they knew that I, I guess word got around that I was just driving down, and cause uh, when I was there, I was trying to be helpful and everything, sure. So, you know, and I was like, man, this place is so awesome. And then you know, they, and once once you're there and you're you're wrestling there, man, they take care of you so good. That's the fans are unbelievable, yes. like just so so nice and so great. Uh, and they are fans. Everyone, <laughs> all, oh, it's not um, <laughs> plants or marks. Uh, plant? No, no, no. Not what was it? Uh, uh, hired? It was what do you call those? Like extras. Extras. There <laughs> you go. People said it was extras. It's not extras. <laughs> I guarantee. I guarantee it wasn't extras because. Uh, when you were there, you would uh, what you would do is you would uh, send in an email, and then you would get a ticket. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, and I know for a fact it wasn't extras because a lot of the fans that would get go to like the local indie shows are those fans. And then plus I got like you know you can like as a as a wrestler if you wrestle on the show you could get like two to three tickets, uh, you know, from friends and family. So. Oh, that's cool. They definitely were not getting paid to be a wrestler there. So, you know, it wasn't like extras or anything like that. Um, <clears throat> oh, that's cool. That's good to hear. But that. I loved it. I mean, I love it. was just, it was, everyone wanted, it was, it was a weird experience because in wrestling, usually like, let's say I'm wrestling like the second match, me and my, me and, you know, me and the guy I'm wrestling and it's like, oh, sure. we're going to have, we're going to have the best match because, you know, I want everyone to know me and you are like the, we're the best wrestlers. You know what I mean? Of course. So, which is you know, no, which is no, a normal thing to do. But when you were luching the ground, we're like, man, we're gonna ha- 
have we're, this show is going to be the best show. Like we were like very proud about like making pumping up the show. If that makes any sense, like That's we wanted, true. you know, like we will help everybody out. Like I remember, I would go and like, I would wrestle like one show, and then I would kind of just like not do anything for you know for like the day. Mm. And uh, like we would have like like mascarita, the little you know mascarita sagrada. Yes, of course. Uh, Aerostar Drago. They would take me aside and go. Yeah. To, we had like a practice ring on the side, and they would oh. show me some like lucha moves. Nice. Uh, like you know, Jack, me and Jack Evans would work out. With, you know, and it was just, it was just super cool. Like everybody would just always be helping everyone out. Um, you know, and I could ask literally anybody, "Hey, can you help me out with this?" And they would right. no problem. You know, and then like you could do that with anybody. Like you go to the the wardrobe. It's like, "Hey, can I have this?" It's like, oh, that sounds a great idea. Oh shit! And that, and I think the best part about it though is. You know the writers like Krista Joseph and Chris Roach. Uh, you can literally, I, I would like, I went up to them and I told them, "Hey, you know, it'd be a really cool idea if I wrestled in like a tracksuit and a dirty uh, white beater." <laughs> and, and they're like, "Really? You want to wrestle?" That's like, "Yeah, you don't want to wear like you don't want to wear like your singlet." They're like, "Nah, I just want to wrestle." It's all right. And, and they were like, "Let's do it." And it was, you know, and I and to, and everyone was like. I remember at first, like, man, what the, was that a good idea? But literally, everyone's like, and when I came out dressed like that, yes. I was like, dude, that was, the, that was the coolest thing ever, man. You're yeah. like, you know, because you, you were just, you know, you're in talent. You don't give a shit. Like, you know, that's like, you know, like you, like you just came out of, like, you know, you were in the back eating a pizza, then you came out and started wrestling. I was like, exactly. Exactly what I wanted to go to do. And, you know, and, oh. and thank, thank for DJ and all the writers that they agreed, you know. Oh, that's so awesome to hear. So you've named a whole bunch of guys already, but there's also likes of like Phoenix, Killer Cross, you said Brian Cage, jo- Johnny Mundo, Rey Mysterio, Jake Hager, like the list goes on and on of the talent that went through the doors in all the seasons that, that were there. But of all of everyone, what was your favorite match you were involved in? And what was your favorite match that you saw? Because myself, my favorite match, honestly, was that crazy match between Angelico and Phoenix. The one where Angelico went flying, like, literally halfway across from, like, the balcony or something. Yeah. That was my favorite so personal my, moment. So my favorite match that I was in was me against Brian Cage, which okay. is, like, you know, the first time, like, I actually got some offense and the crowd went crazy. I, like, really enjoyed that match. Okay, it was okay. really physical. The, my favorite match ever uh, at Lucha Underground would probably have to be... Um, Man, that's a tough one now. <laughs> I would say there's so many of them. I'm going to give you like a top three. Sure. Uh, Rey Mysterio versus Prince Puma. Yes, I forgot fucking, about that. Was fucking unbelievable. Yes. Uh, you know, Ricochet is like an Ricochet is an unbelievable talent. I didn't even like. I'm, I forgot about I him. I mean, he's just freaking like yes. amazing. Like I don't understand what the <laughs> hell they're doing in WWE, but that's besides the point. Uh, <laughs> so, like, okay. I'm gonna go off. I'm oh, sorry, off topic. No, no so worries, like, man. Okay, so so WWE has ha- all these cruiserweights, right? Right. So they can if they and they they kind of don't know what they're doing with them. They're putting them in tag matches, like sure. They could literally do. Uh, okay, so remember, like New Japan, like in the '90s, how they had the heavyweights, yeah, and then they had the cruiserweights, right? And the cruiserweights were like before intermission or like, you know, they would have like uh, Liger and Sasuke and, you know, they would have like J-Cups and like, and they yes. would have all these freaking things. Like they have so many cruiserweights in WWE right now that they could do, they could do like a 
New Japan Cruiserweight, they could do a WCW Cruiserweight division and make it to that much. Like, op- opening match, it's like a Cruiserweight, like, four, four-way four corner match. Or, right. And just let those guys go out. But instead, they're not. They're letting them wrestle, you know, Brock Lesnar and get killed in <laughs> 10 seconds. But, sorry, that was my soapbox. I'm gonna, that's my TED Talk. Thank you very much. So, no now worries, I'm going to move it. on. So, yeah, so Ricky Shavers is prim- I mean, I'm sorry, Ricky Shavers Prince Pumbaa. Remy Sturry versus Prince Puma. Right. Um, I love that. The I love the uh, Mil Muertes versus okay. Phoenix. Uh, great consequences. Yes, that was fucking a good one. fucking unbelievable. Just ridiculous. And yes. then I also um, I think just because it wasn't like a great wrestling match, but it was just so cool the way everything was presented. Was the second Aztec Warfare when everybody went through, it and then all yeah. of a sudden. Matanza came out for the first time. Like seriously, that was like the greatest. Like Matanza Cueto might have been the one of the greatest reveals in professional wrestling history of all time. Like the way they built him up, yes, and the way he came out and destroyed everybody. Like literally, like I, like I can't remember like, like, like any time that happened like that. It was just amazing the way they did that. It's true. Like the last one I could remember that was on that level was when Kane first appeared. I made like right. the, the build up for Kane was just awesome, and then he appeared with that red, and then just rips the cage yeah. off at Hell in a Cell. So yeah, that's yeah, what, exactly. So that, it was like shit like that, it was you know awesome. <clears throat> but like the whole like, I mean, think about it. They've been talking about Matanza for like a whole season. You don't see him, and then he yeah. finally appears, and he literally takes out your whole roster, including <laughs> Rey Mysterio. Yes. I mean, Jesus Christ! If that's not how you build, and like, oh, you you can't build stars anymore, right? Fuck you! You know what I mean? You can't. That's how you build a star. It's true. You know what I mean? And especially at the time, because Jeff Cobb was just known in literally the local indies, yeah, and he wasn't right. like that big, right? So, like, exactly. He, he was. He was. I mean, he was working like uh, indies up here in NorCal. So I right. knew. I knew who he was. Cause, I mean, I got to. I got to wrestle with him like once or twice. Um, but even, I mean, no, it was not. And the funny thing about it is that after he came out as Matanza yeah. and did all that, literally the next week is he was booked as, as Jeff Cobb in the Indies, like literally everywhere. So people uh, like knew it, you know what I mean? Like well, people like, you know, people was like, oh, there's, you can't make any stars. I'm like, well, there you go. Like literally overnight, you know, there was a star and in, in two stars. They made Matanza yep. and they made Jeff Cobb, which is crazy. <laughs> I know, right? And again, being a video game fan, that whole splatterhouse look to me was just awesome with the mask and the overalls. Right. Or sorry, not the overall, the Wait, the one piece suit. The coveralls. Awesome. The coveralls. Cover it. it was just awesome. But that's the thing. Like it's <clears throat> that's the thing with me. It's like that's why I, I also I also like you know that's why I also like the you know wearing the the track suit with the white beater because it's kind of like you know. I mean, yeah, you know, I know pro wrestling, you know, but uh, it's those days are gone, you know, where it's like, you know, I mean, there's still those guys that just wear the trunks and, you know, they're just like that. But if, like, if I'm going to try to, like, I'm not Vinny Masaro, the pro wrestling, you know, strategic, you know, <laughs> I'm not, I go out there and I'm a brawler. So, okay, right. well then, if that's my story, well, I'm, I've never known a brawler or a guy that, you know, like a, you know, like a, uh, and, you know, if that's my if that's my character, I'm a brawler. I'm not gonna go out there wearing tights with fancy writing on it. You know <laughs> right. what I mean? Like if I'm a brawler, I'm just literally gonna, you know, gonna wear whatever the hell I want. 
So, you know, which is crazy because, like, you know, it's like Matanza Cuero is a monster, but then he also, he's a monster that lives in the, in the back of a cell, <laughs> but he also got gear made from, you know, like, uh, I think, you know, in the, we're not in the 80s anymore where everyone's just wearing trunks and it's first name, yes. last name. Uh, so that's why I wanted to wear, you know, the tracksuit with the wife beater because, mm. you know, if my character is an Italian, you know, kind of brawler, you know, that's, you know, that, hey, I'm going to eat some pizza and then go mm. be, beat you up. Why would I wear a singlet? You know what I mean? Why would mm. I wear that? So, um. I kind of like that Lucha Underground would they would have their fancy clothing, you know, like the guys that, you know, were, you know, you know, like Pentagon and the Master, and they would have cool, you know, you know, uh, cool clothing. But then, like, it, they would also have guys that just, you know, were normal brawlers, and they would just wear coveralls or, you know, you know, jean shorts or whatever. You know what I mean? Right. No, of course, you have to suit the character or the gimmick, as they say, right? So. It's the right. whole it's the whole package, as they also say. So, it is what it is. <laughs> so, I guess it's safe to say it, Lucha Underground's never coming back. It's officially done. Uh, it's pro wrestling, and and I would <laughs> I wouldn't say a never because you never know what's going to happen. True, uh, but I don't know. I I haven't heard anything. I've heard the la- honestly the last thing I heard was that it, that it was getting shopped around. Oh, okay. Like that was like a year. That was like a year ago. It was getting shopped around to some other people. Sure. Uh, and, you know, I think like, I, you know, there's different people, you know, uh, that might want to buy it or take care of it. I just I don't think it's ever going to go back to El Rey Network. Oh, okay. Uh, so I think it's it's either you know there's just gonna someone if, if it does come back it's gonna be someone else is gonna take over. But honestly, I you know I would love to say. It's come back tomorrow, but I don't foresee it happening. But at the same time, I don't think it's never going to happen because you never know. It's pro wrestling. You know, I mean, look at look at the year we've had. We've had some crazy shit happen in pro wrestling. So not kidding. <laughs> it's but true. Right, uh, yeah, with this climate right now, I don't. It's, I don't think it's going to. Anything's going to happen right now, but it might happen. You know, some who maybe Netflix or someone. Or Hulu will buy it. You never know, right? That's true. That is true. So uh, one thing I did want to see, actually, and I was hoping it would end up eventually happening, but now that it's no longer on the air, too, it would be a video game based on Lucha Underground. Like, sort of like... And it wouldn't have to be like a straight wrestling game. It could be like some kind of action adventure where some... No, 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 no. no. Oh, okay. Okay, let's hear it. It wouldn't be a wrestling game. It wouldn't be like a WWE 2K game. No. What it would be, it would be... It would be like a Def Jam Vendetta, where okay. you're fighting in a temple, where right. you're fighting like in, like you have one, you know, one will be the ring in the temple, but then you sure. would have the other one where it's like in, you're fighting inside Dario Cueto's office. Okay. Then okay. you're fighting, you're fighting up top where the cages where Matanza was. Then you're fighting in the bathroom. Of course, that's my level, uh, you know, uh, <laughs> in the bathroom. Uh, you'll be fighting outside. You'll be fighting up top. You know that's that's where the and if there was no wrestling ring, it's basically you're just you're just fighting on the ground, and that's what I would love to see. Okay, it would be great. I mean, can you imagine like great consequences in a wrestling in a video game? Uh, having you know jumping jumping <laughs> off the 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 office would be amazing. It would be. Well, I was thinking more of like a side scrolling beat 'em up in like a la Streets of Rage type of style where. 
you oh, have yeah, yeah, that'd be cool too. Like you know what I mean? You have like four main characters you could choose from. Obviously, it would have to be all baby faces, and then you have like all the heels as the bad guys and the bosses and everything, and then you fight through them, and then you go like that, and then you could also incorporate like your. Uh, your idea of the Def Jam, where maybe that's how you fight the bosses at the end of every stage. It turns into sort right. of a one-on-one uh, Def Jam-esque type of face-off, right? So, Yeah, that'd be cool. That'd be fun. I just think there's so... I mean, it's with that, with all those stories, there's so much you can do to those things. Sir. Right. You know? Yeah, I would love it. You know, maybe one day. You never know. Oh, so that's cool. So, well, speaking of gaming, you're a huge gamer as well? Yes. So first off, what's your jam? What are you into? PlayStation, Xbox, Switch. What does you go to? PS4 right now. Okay. I'm I'm a, I'm a PS4 kind of guy. Uh, before, when I had many time, you know, when I had lots of free time, I used to do computer games, PC games. I would do, you know, other stuff. But oh shit! Like okay. I used to play, used to play mods a lot. And, oh, wow. But now it's just PS4 or Switch. Because that honestly, the thing is, like you know. When you're when you're at work, you get home, you get like two three hours of playtime. If that, yep. If that, so <laughs> I ain't got time to like you know mess around with downloading patches and you know I'm like plug it in, turn on turn on the power and then just go. Sure. And then you know turn it off when you have when you don't have a chance or when it's time to go to bed. That's pretty much you know so that's my go to right now. Um, and you know I really I'm really enjoying. Um, Right now I'm playing uh, Days Gone. Okay. Uh, and honestly, I kind of like those kind of games like Assassin's Creed, uh, Mad Max. Those kind of games where it's just like single player when you're just like, there's like m- tons of side missions and you right. got to do a checklist and you got to get all this. You got to do make sure to get all this, you know, collectibles. And I kind of like just doing that and just, just taking my time and yeah, I'm the same. beating everything and getting everything. Okay, so then I want to know because... Everyone who knows me that's close to me says that I wouldn't like Days Gone because that's not my type of game. But I love, like you said, I love Assassin's Creed. I love those type of games where you go around looting. Like right now, I'm actually playing Borderlands 3 and I'm loving the shit out of it. And it's just so much to do, so much side quests. But they would tell me that, no, Days Gone isn't for you because it's very slow. It's uh, There's really not, like, per se, missions to do. And, like, you know what I mean? So... I don't know. Would I like it then? Coming from an because one of my favorite games is Assassin's Creed Odyssey. I played that game to shit, and I love it if to you, death. If you like, I mean, I like Assassin's Creed, and I like Days Gone. I know everyone's taking. I mean, everyone really didn't like it. Um, right. Um, I don't. I don't know why. I'm trying to figure out exactly why people didn't like it. The story's a little long. Um, you know, there's a lot of cinematics and stuff, but I liked it. I mean, you kill you killing zombies. I mean, I mean, what's not like, what's not to like, right? I don't know. I like, I enjoyed it. <laughs> I think I thought it was good, uh, but it's cheap right now, so you can get on. I got it on. Uh, I think it was like at Best Buy, and I think even on P- the PlayStation uh, Network, it was oh. like nineteen dollars. Oh, nice. Okay. So, so I just download. I mean, I didn't get it like day one. I just downloaded it and played it. Right. So. But okay. there's, I mean, there's, because there's a lot of games I haven't, I didn't get a chance to play, so. Right. Uh, but it's, yeah, I mean, Assassin's Creed is kind of slow. Assassin's Creed isn't that fast either, but. True. You know. But again, it's there, not you know, very, okay, how about this? Did you end up playing uh, Red Dead? Yes. So did you like that? 
Yeah, I, I not as much as everyone else. Okay, but I, I found it too it. slow. I, it. I found it way too slow, and people compare Days Gone sort of to Red Dead, so that's why. I can see that, but hmm, yeah, I think I can see that just because it's not, you know, I mean, but the thing with the thing with Red Dead is kind of like here's the thing, okay? With, with, so with Red Dead, there's you, you can just kind of walk around and. And just do hunting. Exactly. And like an enemy to come at you. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, with Days Gone, there's always something to do. There's always like, there's oh. always, you know, it's it's not, it's in, so it's like if from slowest to fastest, it'll be like okay. Red Dead, Days Gone, and then Assassin's Creed. How about oh, that? Oh, okay. So, but okay, then you know what? I probably wouldn't like it because I think Assassin's Creed's as slow as I, because I like, like like I said, Borderlands. Like I want that fast paced shooting all the time, doing no, stuff like that. No, it's not. It's not like that. Okay. It's not like that. So then, no, I won't like. There's, no, yeah. If you're if you're Borderlands is like yeah, I play Borderlands a lot too. Uh, and Borderlands is just like you know you go in and there's like there's there's yeah you're you're kind of just spending you're not really spending too much time driving here there's a lot of bike riding you gotta do you gotta you know go from one place to another so you know you know how red dead you gotta take your horse and go from one place to another i fucking hated that there's a lot of that there's a lot of yeah so you you're not gonna like days gone but i liked it because i mean it's just it's calming it's you know it's relaxing for me i guess you would say so anything in the looking down the pipe that you're looking forward to play either that has been out that you haven't had a chance to get your hands on or anything that hasn't been released yet uh, well, I just saw that uh, the trailer for that Assassin's Creed mm. Valhalla. Speaking of, yeah, amazing. I can't, I can't freaking wait for that one. Yeah, that looks. Besides good. that, I mean, Last of, Last of Us. I don't know. I kind of, I kind of like the last, of, the last one, but it, right. Yeah. So Assassin's Creed Valhalla. That looks amazing. Uh, and I love. I'm a huge Assassin's Creed fan. Like yep. I love all those Assassin's Creed games. Same here. So I can't, I can't, I can't wait for to play that. Uh, I love Odyssey. I love Origins. Yeah. I, actually, I think I liked. I actually liked Origins better than Odyssey. I think. Really? Okay. Well, I could see why because Origins sort of changed up the formula of the uh, Assassin's Creed because it was sort of getting dull because it was the same thing over and over. So then they sort of switched up the fighting style, right. like the map opening up and everything that was different from the originals, right? So I, I could see why you'd like, but I think. Odyssey did everything that Origins, Origins tried to do, but better. And I love Greek mythology. I'm a sucker. Like, I love God of War, too. Like, stuff like that just reels right. me in. You know what I mean? So the story was awesome. Right. God of War, that was a good game for the PS4, the latest one. Yes, that was another great game. Yes, I can't wait for the next I one of those. I know, because it's going to, you're obviously, you're, you know, I don't know, I'm not spoiling anybody that hasn't no, played No, go it. for it. Too bad. This this is not a spoiler-free cast. You spoil away. All right. <laughs> All right, yeah. So if you haven't played God of War, turn it. Uh, I'm mute for the next ten seconds or thirty seconds. <laughs> so you know, at the, when you go back to the the cabin and you, and then like, uh, uh, I guess it's uh, Thor comes out. Yes. So I'm I'm looking forward to that because we're gonna be fighting Thor next time. Yes, exactly. It's gonna be awesome. And just how they woven in all the story and then being Loki and and all like just everything like being. Uh, Thor's brother and I don't know it's just so confusing but good at the same time like you know what I mean yeah I don't get I don't get that but I'll I'll guess well I kind of get it because isn't you know what well, I don't fucking know yeah exactly I don't know because I, I, I thought I thought Loki was 
adopted, right? I know, but I, I had this conversation with someone I know as well, and what they told me was, well, Kratos isn't a real character in Greek mythology, but they inserted him in there, so they're sort of doing the same with Atreyu. So I'm like, oh, okay, I guess that sort of makes sense. Got it. Right? <laughs> that makes sense. I don't fucking know. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. I just want to play it. It was awesome. I love those games. So what got you into video games? What was like the original system that you owned? Let's, let's go back here. Oh, man. I mean, you're going to be like, how old is this fucking dude? But the very first game, very first system I ever played was like an Atari 2600. Okay, so that's my uh, era. Okay, no no problem. Yeah. So, I remember, I mean, I got, and I remember, I think like the very first game was like Pole Position was like the racing yes, game. of course. You know, and of course, like, you know, you're steering and you're breaking <laughs> the, joystick. the controller. The joystick starts bending more and more and like you hear the crack and you're like, oh shit, what did I do? <laughs> uh, and then like, you know, there was like, there was certain, some games, like I remember the, like the Goon, I think it was like a Goonies game. There was like a haunted house game. Pitfall was a big one too, of course. Pitfall was a big, yeah, just like you know those kind of games, and then like all of a sudden, like the Nintendo came out, and everyone's like, "Whoa, what the fuck yes. is this? Like this is the craziest thing ever!" And everyone, you know, when you got the when you bought the Nintendo, you know, you you, and that's when I first fell in love with like Zelda games and ah, um, okay, and uh, um, Mario games, and then yeah, I just throughout the years, you know. Uh, you know, I kept playing, kept playing Super Nintendo, loved Super Nintendo. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then when I got older, I actually got a job uh, working as a game tester. Oh, nice. Excuse me. Yeah, I got a job working as a game tester for the the Sega Dreamcast. Oh, or any, any, of, any of you nerds out there know what <laughs> the Dreamcast is. A, it's a great system. Yes. All right, all right, all right, Pete, to the Dreamcast. <laughs> um, basically, it's, uh, you know... Uh, I love the Dreamcast. I love the you know I tested games. I remember like there was like the first UFC game was on the Dreamcast. Oh, and they sure. had like a, um, you know, uh, just Shenmue. I, love, oh, I remember playing Shenmue. And, yeah. You know that game was awesome and Crazy Taxi and mm-hmm. uh, you know uh, House of the Dead. I, I remember watching playing uh, playing House of the Dead with the gun and I thought right. this freaking like, was amazing. <laughs> but of course. They got too big for their britches, and mm-hmm. they started going against the PS2. And of course, was it the PS2? No, it was PS1 it was the- probably, because the PS1 killed what? everything. Because again, now this is going way nerd back. Because Panasonic had the 3DO. Uh, and- no, it was the PS2. Was it PS2? It was the PS2. It was the PS2. Because remember, they because uh, I remember the PS2 was, was coming out, and they okay. had uh, problems. I remember they, they didn't have, they didn't make enough or whatever. Okay, and okay. Dreamcast was like, oh yeah, we know we're better, and then just the PS2 just blew them away. And it was the PS2 because PlayStation One was uh, was like this. Yeah, it, PlayStation One. It wasn't because that was before that. Yes. Oh, I, you know what I'm thinking of? Sega Saturn was wild. The PS1 Sega, was there. Out. You go. There you Sega go. Sega okay. Saturn, Sega CD. Yes, all Sega that 32 shit. XCD, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was, and so they came up with then the PlayStation came out, right. and then they had the Dreamcast. Uh, yeah. So the Dreamcast came after. That's so right. the Dreamcast came out like a year before the PS2, and then right. the PS2 came out, and then like you Just know, good riddance. It. You can't fucking compete with that shit. Yeah, no kidding. No one can. PS2 killed everything. Yeah. <laughs> oh shit. Okay. Well, before we get into the dumbass of the week, I want to bring up. I brought it up at the top of the show in your introduction. You love pizza. I love pizza. Okay, first who off, doesn't, who doesn't love pizza? Well, to me, it's my favorite food. That that would be my fucking what's it called? My I mean, death row it's pizza. Br- it's bread. My death row it's bread. 
with sauce and cheese. It's like, well, what else do you what else do you want? <laughs> so, what's your go-to? If perfect world, what's your favorite pizza toppings? I don't care from a location; it doesn't matter. What's your go-to? So, okay, so my favorite pizza that I've ever had was this place in San Francisco where I used to live in North Beach. They have a grandma style, which is Sicilian style, which is like a square, and oh, they sure. will cut little square pieces. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so they used to have a place like in North Beach, and they would have like this. Is, I always love like they would put like cheese. Like all kinds of cheeses on it, okay. and uh, like a bunch of meat and salami. I know nice. most people don't like salami on pizza. I freaking yeah. love salami on pizza. Okay. Like everyone's like, "Oh, pepperoni's better." I'm like, "No, nah, I, I will personally, I would prefer salami than pepperoni." Mm, okay. No, not me. I would rather again being Portuguese though. I'd rather have uh, chorizo on on it instead of pepperoni. Right. Now, is that just? I mean, I know there's sausage. Because right. I remember, like, well, I remember. One time I went to go wrestle with someone. I went to go wrestle at a show, and uh, we were like, we were all after a show. We were all ordering like pizza, and then somebody ordered a pizza. They're like, "Oh, salami!" And I was like, "I had salami." And somebody's like, "Oh, pepperoni." Yeah. So I was like, and then one, one guy's like, "Hamburger," and I was like, <laughs> "What hamburger?" And I was like, "What do you mean hamburger?" It's like, "Yeah, they have like little hamburger." What? And I was like, Is "Really?" That- and I guess it's like an East Coast thing. Well, like you can get like. Like chunks of hamburger, and then somebody's like meatballs, and I was like meatballs, and they had meatball pizza. And I was like, man, this pizza is freaking amazing. Oh, that's no. We... So, chor- so chorizo is like literally the chorizo, like they put the chorizo chunks in the pizza. No, you cut it in like slices, as if you would pepperoni, and then you just spread it on top. Oh, gotcha. Yes. But because it has a lot of fat in it, because obviously it's it's like mainly pork, it seeps into yes. the pizza and makes it all drippy and shit. Go go on. I like what you're saying. Go ahead. <laughs> and, and, and for us here in Toronto, we have um, we don't use uh, meatballs and stuff like that or hamburger. We just call it ground beef. We just sprinkle ground beef right. on top, right? Because I've never heard so of we that. Even, we don't even we don't even do that. We just put so I just put sausage. I've never really had ground beef. It's weird, but I don't know. Maybe one day I'll order. I'll ask them. Now I get, I got to know what are your thoughts of putting pineapple on a pizza? Oh man, I'm not like I'm not like we're. <laughs> Okay, so here's the thing. Like, I'll I'll have pineapple. Like, I'll okay. It's gonna be some pretty shitty pizza for for you to be like, hey, Vinny, here's some pizza. You want some? And I'm like, no, thanks. So same. Like, I remember one time there was like a pizza. It was like a pineapple and like chicken and like barbecue sauce. It was okay. Okay. It wasn't. But if you're asking me, Vin, like, am I gonna order pineapple on pizza? No. It's not gonna fucking happen. There's so many other shit, you know. Right. But am I? If, if there's a free slice of pineapple pizza, will I eat it? I'll eat it under <laughs> protest. All right. <laughs> but no, I mean, the problem with pineapple pizza is that it has to be really good, and unfortunately, pineapple pizza, it's terrible. Like <laughs> it's they put they put way too much chunks on it. It yes. makes it cold. Oh, true! And, I don't even think of that. And it, and it, it make it make it makes yeah, it makes it cold. It's too many, too much chunks, and like, it's you know, I so okay. <laughs> should 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 pineapple should pineapple pizza be outlawed? No, it should okay. be outlawed. But is it is it in my menu? Fuck no! It's, <laughs> I will not. I'm not gonna get the fuck away. I mean, there's so many other shit. That, that you can get besides pineapple yes. like i don't know like white pineapple like 
there's onions and you yes. know jalapenos oh, and yes. you know mush and mushrooms and olives. Oh man! For them to be like like pineapple, like I I guess some some people love it, but man, you know some people love uh, you know sardines and you know, but I'm not gonna you know some. I don't know, man. <laughs> I like I like I like a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, but I'm gonna stick it on a pizza, though. Yeah, that's true. And uh, what about cold pizza? Because you said you don't like it that it makes it cold. Because I love le- leftover pizza, day old pizza, right from the fridge pizza. To me, it doesn't matter. I'll eat pizza in which way. No, 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 no. It makes it cold. No, I love I love uh, like pizza in the, in the like you know the next day and then for 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 breakfast. It's awesome. Right. I, I don't like cold pizza when it's hot and cold. Oh, I okay. Now I get it. And, and it's not even that it's cold; it's soggy. It makes like if you put too much pineapple on a pizza, it makes it too soggy. Right. And it's kind of like having like a, you know, like okay. So here's here's the my my big gripe with food, <laughs> like that my wife always makes fun of me. I don't like when there's <clears throat> when they put sweet things with along with like. Like, you know, like you'll have like a yes. chicken salad, but they'll put like pears. I in totally it. get it. I'm the or, same or way. Cranberries and shit. I'm like, yes, strawberries no, in want, a salad. I don't want, yeah, I don't, I, if I'm eating a salad, I'm eating chicken or whatever. Sure. Or I'm having a sandwich. I get like, it. I'm having a sandwich and shit. <laughs> like, I'm having this. Don't put a- apricot mayo or whatever the fucking, right. you know, crazy shit. Like, even <laughs> like when I have Thanksgiving, like, I don't have the, I don't put like the cranberry, cranberry sauce. Me like, neither, I put man. It, like I don't like I don't like I don't like mixing like sweet and like you know turkey with sweet yep. I don't know I just that's I not it. my thing. Yep, makes sense, man. It makes total sense. <laughs> it does, doesn't it? I'm a see when when I explain it, I just like how I got more heated about this conversation than anything else that you've asked about. Like with wrestling, I'm like yeah, whatever, like pineapple. Okay, bro. <laughs> like, okay, okay, now listen up. Like I'm like all. Oh, Pineapple and pizza. That that one. That was the one that made me more vocal, and, and I expressed. I had more emotion for that conversation than anything else. <laughs> well, let's see if you have any emotion towards the dumbass of the week. Because again, being Sicilian yourself, you guys are known for making some fucking great age gelato. So let's see if this has some. If this uh, tickles, uh, I guess. Oh, I was gonna say your stank. But, tickles my yeah. fancy, or yes. or. Or enrages my fancy. We'll see. What do you, what do you got? We'll see. We'll see. Okay. Well, first off, okay. What's the uh, when when you go grocery store? Again, being Italian and me being Portuguese, I'm sure you've seen your parents. Or, we're, we're we're very similar. We're Portuguese and Italian and Sicilians are like we're like one gene chromosome. Whatever, right. What, what, what do you call it? We're like one one apart. Like you're like one A and one B, pretty much. Well, you might hang up after I say this comment, but there's one difference. We're just better at soccer than you guys. <laughs> Fuck. Name one good Portuguese player. Quick. Ronaldo, what's wrong with you? Fuck you. Know, like, get out of here. I said good. Well, present or in before? How about Figo? I don't, I don't, I don't even... Is that a fruit from yeah. Portugal? I don't even know what Figo is. Get out of here. It actually is a fruit. It's a yeah, fig. I bet you it is. That's Figo. I'm like... And name one good Portuguese uh, player, uh, Guava. Like, what? That's great. Pineapple to tie it all together. Yeah, pineapple. I'm like, sure. It sounds like a, it sounds like a soccer. Like, that's our next game. Uh, Portu- fruit or, or Portuguese soccer player? Which is it? That's our next game we're going to play. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. Back to it. Again, being European. Portugal. Oh, my God. 
knew that. Okay, now you, you, okay, now you started with pizza, and now you're ending with soccer. You were about to get in a fucking fight. Like, all right, calm down, man. Okay, breathe in. This at, is, le- at least, you know what? At least you're not Brazilian. That would have been, hey, that like been that. bad. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> okay, so back to what I was trying to say. Going to do groceries when you were able to and touch everything. You know, you would pick out the grapes. You would chew a little bit. You would p- grab an olive from the antipasto bar. Try it out. You know what I mean? That's typical when you go shopping mm-hmm. for European, right? Oh, actually, now I'm thinking of, of, of a story. So I knew a guy who would go around, do his groceries, and he would grab a bag of chips as soon as he walk in. By the time he'd finished doing all his groceries, he'd finish the bag of chips and chuck it. That was his little thing to do when he would grocery shop. And chuck it? Yes, the fucking asshole. Like he wouldn't. Pay, he wouldn't pay for it. Nope. Nope. See, that's weird because I've done. Like I've like. Okay, I've gone. I know. Like everyone's like, oh, the worst thing you can ever do is go to the grocery shopping when you're hungry, which is true because yes. you like end up buying like five hot pockets. <laughs> shit, you know what I mean? Yes. And like nothing. Like you buy like sandwich, like buy like, bread and like cheese and, and meat because you're hungry but and a bunch of like microwavable pizzas but you never buy like you know actual shit that you can make I know. so i get that but i i would i would show up and i would like you know what i'm fucking hungry right now so i will grab like a bag of chips open it up eating it and then scan it right have, like you know or even like if i have like a donut i was like give me the sticker put it on my hand eat the donut or the bagel and then here i ate this already scan it and sure. scan the little price Exactly. So, but don't worry. Karma caught up to him after doing this for like thirty years of his life. He finally got caught by security at some place, and Jesus he Christ. actually had to pay a fine and everything. And the cops were involved, and just because of a bag of chips. <laughs> what kind of chips was it? Oh, I don't know. I should have asked him. I know. I wonder what kind of chips. A person like that, I'll bet you he ate regular. <laughs> just, just like those cheap, like tortilla chips that have like like one one thing of salt like just just those bland they're like they're like not even you know they're nothing like they're those they're those, those kind of like the taco bell like uh, they make the the nachos with they're right. like just the blandest ones ever <laughs> okay well he's not the dumbass even though he should be the dumbass but should be I don't know if you remember, a couple of years ago, there was some guy who tried to go viral by licking ice cream at a grocery store and putting it back do you remember this guy? Yeah, hope, hopefully he, they arrested that psychopath. Well, yeah, apparently now he's back in the news because he got, I think, 30 days in jail, has to pay a fine, do community service, all these things. So Good. he actually got Good. caught. But the, the fucked up thing is is that he didn't even... <laughs> he didn't even lick the fucking ice cream. Like, he pretended to lick... Like Again, how fake is the internet and why people believe everything they see is beyond me. But he didn't even take a lick out of anything and put it back. Now, because... It was viewed online and everyone saw it. The grocery store had to throw out everything. So that's why he got in trouble because right, exactly. he had to pay for the damages, right? So how stupid do you have to be to try again and again? And I wonder what ice cream flavor he tried to do it on as well. I don't know. Rocky Road maybe? I don't know. Rock, Rocky Road, but then it, the, his road got a rockier once he went to jail. hey But again, how stupid? Like, don't you think you're going to get caught? Like, you're, you're posting it online. Like, you think there's well, no posting, consequence? Well, okay, so you know, here's the thing. Like, all the people that try to go viral for doing dumb shit right. are the same people that, you know, if if you can become famous for for saying there's a fire in a crowded, mm. uh, you know, in a, in a crowded cinema or whatever, in a crowded sure. theater, people would have fucking done it, even, and went to jail for it. They would have been okay with it because you go, oh, I'm, I'm like, hey, I'm the famous guy that yelled right. fire in a crowded theater. Right, like, right. You know what I mean? It's, 
nowadays they don't care people will go to jail to get fucking likes fucking weird man i know it's so weird well what's your favorite ice cream flavor Uh oh i think you froze again i think i lost you oh you're back there you go are you there yeah we're back we're almost done another 10 minutes or so there you go okay Okay. so i said um so what's your favorite ice cream flavor then my favorite ice cream flavor of all time would probably have to be like lemon or lime gelato okay um but like right now if i had that's like the main thing like you know like the ice cream like it's like ice it's almost like italian ice yeah Uh, that's my favorite but i think like after that i like um uh like I, i like Anything caramel, caramel, or whatever oh, you call it, like uh, you know, I really like uh, they have this Rolo ice cream. Okay, it's fucking yep. amazing. I, I love it. I like that. I like caramel chunks, stuff like that. What about weird flavors? If you could make your own flavor, would I, how about this? Would you make a pizza flavored ice cream? <laughs> would I make a pizza flavored ice cream? <laughs> no, because that again, I'm back to my thing. If it's sweet, ah, that's right. Then it's sweet. If it's if it, like, don't mix it because you know, with I milk, see. milk and sugar is going to be sweet, and then you're going to add like sauce to it. <laughs> I don't think so. That's true. I don't I know. I wouldn't want to mix those thing, two things. Well, this is the weirdest flavor I've ever heard of in my life. In Ecuador, they eat guinea pig ice cream. Hmm. <laughs> By your face, you look very confused. I don't even know. Is guinea pig even like a flavor? Like, is that? Is there like? Do they eat a lot of guinea pigs? Actually, they do. It, it, it's a it's a known dish down there that they eat guinea pig, like roasted guinea pig and stuff like that. So they no kidding. They but put is, it is, into is like, guinea pig just like? Does it taste like a just like regular pig? I don't know. I I would think it's closer to rabbit. If I would have to guess, I don't know. A guinea pig. I don't know. Guinea pigs are guinea pigs. I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't, honestly, I don't know what they do. In the, I'm sure there's somebody. I'm sure. Here's the thing. I, I, I mean, I know in, there's people that eat weird and crazy shit. But right. at the same time, I'm sure there's a vegan or a vegetarian somewhere out there thinking us, us talking about chorizo and salami <laughs> or like you know we're like just you know you, we're, we're bastards for doing that. So you know I don't want to cast judgment. You <laughs> no, know, of course, or, uh, what other people think. To each his own, as they say, right? And especially if you're growing exactly. up with it. <laughs> I mean, I mean, shit. There's people. I'm sure in maybe in Wuhan, there's a bat uh, ice cream. You never know, right? It's all, well. Trust me. Uh, well, to tie it all together, I used to work for a Sicilian ice cream company, and I used to make ice cream from scratch. So I see what goes into making ice cream, and even knowing what goes into ice cream, even now, it's still. Uh, this is like 20 years ago. I used to do it. And even still now, I'm still have nightmares, and I do not. And it's not because of what goes into it; it's just because of all the hard work behind it. Like I don't know if you're familiar right. with uh, tartufo. I'm assuming you know what a tartufo is, mm-hmm. right? Oh yeah, oh yeah. We make those shits by hand. Ice cream is cold. That's crazy. Now think about standing at a machine that goes round and around, scooping up ice cream and forming it into a ball for two, three hours straight. Yeah. That's, That's torture, crazy. my friend. That's fucking torture. Yeah. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. In, in, you know. I'm not gonna let people know what I do for a living. But I do. Uh, I. I'm essential, like we talked about before. Right. And uh, I get to. I get to see how a lot of things are made. And man, it's. It's not as. It's not as. As cool as as, as everyone thinks it is. It's, it's a lot of hard work out there. It is. It really is. But to, again, to tie it all together as well, my favorite ice cream of all time, maybe because I used to make it, is Nachola ice cream. 
So hazelnut for English people. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've had that's yeah, you know, that's good stuff. It is good stuff, always, and especially you know, fresh. Good. But again, it's a bit like Nutella. Nutella's Nutella is always good. Yeah, true, but no, the better than Nutella is uh, again. How do you again? I don't want to butcher it. Uh, John Duya, is that is that the flavor? It's it's like a Nutella flavor. Uh, I, I don't know if it's a Canadian Italian thing, but it's called John Duya, and it's tastes exactly. John, I never heard of that. John Duya, or even uh, the it's almost like Ferrero Rocher, the the, the Baccio chocolates. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So sort of like that. Got that oh, that's very good as well. And again, nice and creamy straight from the the machine. That's good. That oh. sounds good. So good, so good. I'm going to get some ice cream now. (laughs) Well, I don't want to keep you longer then, so if you want to plug your shit, let people know where they could find you, all that sort of stuff. Ah, shit. Everyone, I mean, I wrestle uh, here and there. (laughs) I don't even know. Who knows when the next wrestling is going to be at, but you can always find me at at Snoring Elbow on Twitter. Uh, If my pin tweet i have some shirts online but if you don't want to do that that's fine just uh if i'm ever online and you know when you ask me a question say hi uh uh you know and, and make sure you know support other people that you know the, the other indie wrestlers that don't have essential jobs that are kind of basically just kind of looking right they're just kind of making money on the side uh i do i am working right now so if you don't want to buy my shirt i completely understand buy other someone's shirts that needs it more um you know, support podcasts, support uh, wrestling schools that don't have, that mm, aren't open. You know, right. like, uh, you know, one of my friends down in L.A., Santino Brothers, that had they just recently had to close. Uh, mm. So it's unfortunate for them. But we have uh, a, the place where I, you know, I wrestle a lot at and I've trained there before. It's Pro Wrestling Revolution. They're, they're selling masks, actually. Nice. Uh, like uh, to cover your face. But yeah. it's like Lucha. Oh, so, there you, go. you know, it, they look like Lucha. So, you know, I've uh, retweeted, but if you go on the uh, PW Revolution on Twitter and, you know, prowrestling-revolution.com and they have Facebook, they have everything, you can go check out their stuff. Um, and the support, you know, you know, you guys like you, they, you know, having podcasts uh, right now, you know, that's, you know, it's always good to have, you know, other means. So I appreciate you, you know, even though I'm not wrestling, even though mm-hmm. I'm not. I can't plug anything. I appreciate you inviting me over to talk because it was fun. Uh, and, you know, uh, you know, I'll make sure to re- retweet your stuff. And, you know, when I have a chance, I'll go buy some, some a mug or something from your from your store. And uh, CBD. I want to I want to try some of that CBD stuff. You should. They're, I think they're based out of uh, Las Vegas, so I'm sure they'll ship to you. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'll, uh, uh, I do. I, I, I don't do the THC stuff. I don't do none of that. But CBD, right. you know, maybe I can put it put it on my back so I can actually, uh, you know, go to bed, sleep, have a good night's rest. Oh, it works. Trust me. I threw my back out a few times, and I, I hate taking uh, pills because I me I take both. I take THC and CBD. And again, being legal in Canada, so be a win in Rome, as they say. But uh, well, I used it on me. You, I rubbed you, it. You, <clears> th- you threw your, you threw your back out watching the the penguins. Uh, uh, you like they're not doing so good. How, how'd you uh, throw your back out? <laughs> Just aches and pains over the years. I've been hit by a car. I've been, there's been so many shit that's gone. Again, if people know from listening to the podcast, I've told the stories over and over, so I don't want to bore the people. But yeah, it's just life, I guess. That's how my back gave out. How about that? <laughs> right. Well, I get it. I mean, you're, I mean, you're, 
you do. I'm sure. I'm sure you guys play some hockey in the streets. Probably got right. You know, I'm sure that happens. Of course, before the internet, my friends, before the internet. <laughs> and for myself, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter under Finger Styles. You can follow the podcast on Twitter, the podcast app. Email us your thoughts, suggestions, comments, anything you want to get off your chest at the podcast app at gmail.com. Rewind to the top of the show. Listen to the fine sponsors because if it helps them out, helps me out. Visit the merchandise store, tpublic.com. Scroll down on your device. It's embedded right there. Click on the link. And obviously, the most important, like I always say each and every week, twice an episode, please rate, subscribe, review on all major platforms, especially Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, SoundCloud, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. All good, my friend? All good. Thank you, sir. Perfect. I'm, I have to have you back on again because we didn't even touch on MMA because I know you're a huge MMA fan and so am Uh-oh. I. So we Gosh, could do a whole I other know. episode on just MMA by itself. Hey, you, you, hey anytime you want, we can, uh, you know, we, can, we can figure it out. Um, but yeah, you know, on a sun, Sundays are the best. Sundays are the actual day where I don't work. Perfect. Maybe we'll do one once UFC comes back. There's a huge card or something and we could do it right the Sunday <laughs> after. <Fight Island. laughs> right? Hey, I wouldn't mind Island. it. I can't wait for that. I wouldn't mind it. Like I said, I'm a huge video game fan, so some Mortal Kombat shit would be pretty cool or Bloodsport-esque type stuff. I will not mind it. <laughs> exactly. Well, on that note, he's Vinny. I'm Steve. This is the podcast. Peace.